Today on Go Nomad, we take a visit out west to Oregon. In early October, I got a chance to visit Southern Oregon and came away with distinct memories of places unlike anything you'll find in the Northeast. Crater Lake and Table Rock are two truly striking sites, and they're both near the city of Medford, Oregon, about 30 miles north of the California border. My fall visit to the city of 76,000 on the Rogue River also took me to a few of the 70 wineries that surround Medford. The city is also home to Harry and David's, the company that has been mailing fresh fruit and growing acres of pears and apples here since 1934. Today, it's one of the biggest employers in Medford. Medford's been attracting more and more transplants from California in recent years, causing some to say that they're driving up real estate prices as they buy vineyards, farms, and ranches. The locals eye those California plates warily, but there's still a whole lot of open land out here, and I was told that the very rich are mostly interested in buying hillside homes on very large lots that keep their fame and wealth under wraps. Jobs are still plentiful here, and the rate of homelessness is far below the teeming centers of Portland and Seattle. Still, you do see it here, sometimes, as you do in most cities in 2023. But back to Crater Lake National Park. Damn, that's quite a sight. We drove the winding roads north two hours from Medford to get to the park. The lake was formed 7,700 years ago when a volcano left a basin in place where a mountain peak once stood. Over the centuries, it's been filled in with rain and snow. The lake's about six miles across at its widest and 1,943 feet deep at its deepest. It's the deepest lake in the U.S. The cerulean blue of that water is stunning, and on the day we visited, it looked even more impressive, surrounded by the morning snowfall, covering the shore and delighting visitors who had never before thrown a snowball. The National Park is a massive 183,224 acres and stays open year-round, but the snowfall that we encountered made driving around the rim a bit hazardous and some of the roads closed for the winter. You'll be completely out of the cellular phone service area, but who cares? It costs $35 for a car to enter the park, but you can use your National Parks Pass here too. It costs $80 annually, or for seniors, $20 a year or $80 for a lifetime. On our way back from the lake, we took a few detours to some impressive waterfalls that line the roads in Rogue River Gorge. And we had views of a few of the impressive peaks and over the border in California, Mount Shasta. It's an interesting thing asking the locals about what they think about Medford. Many of the local people we met prefer their small towns like Jacksonville or Ashland over the city. With just a small downtown footprint, everything else is pretty spread out, but the city wants to encourage its locals to come into the town so on the weekend we were visiting, the Rogue Festival was taking place in a small park downtown. A local cover band pumped out some pretty decent versions of the Eagles' greatest hits. And many of the local wineries set up tasting tables to sample their vintages as dozens of stalls offered eclectic wares, foods, and jewelry. Food trucks completed the scene. Much of the city, including the, the well-kept and clean hotel where we stayed, the Compass by Margaritaville, is located away from the city center, along busy roads with familiar chain stores and big Harry and David's warehouses. Much new development is happening here, including four new hotels set to open at the city's airport and downtown in 2024. The other natural highlight we got to explore here are Table Rocks, one of two dramatic mesas that tower over the city. Upper and lower Table Rocks are massive plateaus that you can climb up on an easy path, and on the top, the views all around are stunning. At one point in time, airplanes used to land up here on this rocky mesa. 
Today, it's just grassland and volcanic rock with cliffs on all four sides. Dining is a highlight of Medford, and it started out with one of the best breakfast dishes I've ever been served at Over Easy right downtown. The Cajun shrimp toast with peas, avocado, two eggs, and pea shoots was just about heaven. This place, like a few others we visited, has a fun vibe, relaxed and easy, and the food was really great. A big part of what brings people to Medford are the huge variety of wineries all up and down the Rogue Valley. They've been organized into wine trails, making it easy to visit several during an afternoon. Our guides told us that the sweet spot seems to be three vineyards, because at each one there'll be five to six wines to taste, and all of this is made easier when you take advantage of the wine hopper and Bravo outings who drive you there while you imbibe. Though it's not a reflection of which one is better, I really did like the choice of Danson Vineyards in nearby Jacksonville, 12 miles from Medford, that was named for the two owners, Dan and Cindy. Their motif is a ballerina and all the varietals bear labels with different dance poses. Approaching the vineyard, you have a long sweep of vines and in the middle, a tasting room with terracotta roof and outdoor tables, a perfect spot for lunch. Their flatbreads and a large charcuterie board really hit the spot. One day we set out to have some adrenaline fun, and for this, we headed to Rogue Valley Zipline, a true bonding experience that anyone who's done ziplining before will attest. The course here took us up and down five different ziplines, and for each ride we were asked to coin ourselves a new nickname. Up on the platforms, the views of Table Rock and the Rolling Hills was gorgeous, and the rides got longer with each stage. After saying goodbye to our new friends from the three-hour zip tour, we drove a short way to another winery. Del Rio Vineyards. We were told by marketing assistant Lena Freeman that the place is a little bit haunted. That would be because of Hattie, the resident ghost, who the French winemaker here and others swear makes her presence known repeatedly. This winery in nearby Gold Hill, Oregon, is the largest in the region, producing grapes on 460 acres, and they produce wine from many other local vineyards. In the cute backyard tasting room, they set up a low table, kind of like something you'd see in the Middle East, with carpets and pillows, and a groaning charcuterie board to accompany their crisp whites and flavorful reds. These two wineries are great examples of why wine tours are so popular in this part of Oregon. Combine the beauty around us with a fine fruit of the grape and a board of snacks. What more could you ask for? Oh, a sober driver to take us home. Winehopper has that covered.